0: If you would all rise with me for the reading of the word of God, you know, we're giving honor. You know, when somebody that you honor come, like walks in, don't you get up, right? Don't you get up to welcome them, right? right? I mean, if your dog comes in, you're not going to get up. You just lay there, right? Look at him. But when somebody you honor walks in, you get up to show honor right? So when we're reading the Word of God, I just want to show that physical honor to the Word of God. If you would open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 15, or if you have really good eyes, you could read from here. Matthew chapter 15, starting at 22, it says, a Canaanite woman From the vicinity came to him, crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Everybody say knelt. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request? Is granted, and her daughter was healed at that moment. Let us pray. Jesus. God, we come as we are. Some of us in our hearts, God, we carry confusion, offense, hurt, lack of clarity, sadness, loneliness. Desires, maybe faith, maybe excitement. God, our hearts carry so many different things. But before we work everything out, just as we are, we come before you to your house. And we say, Lord, have mercy on us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So Benjamin titled this message, Little Dogs. And he even showed a video, but I'm not going to show that video, okay? If you want, you ask Benjamin what that video was. You know, here, can you leave these scriptures up here? If you read, it's a Canaanite woman that came to Jesus, right? And Jesus, number one, ignores her right the disciples rejects her right and jesus insults her and calls her a little dog but you know at the end when she took all that rejection and re, right and insult and she still came to jesus what did jesus say he no longer called her a little dog But he called her, woman, you have great faith. So we want to talk about not just dogs, but faith tonight. Do you want great faith? Who wants great faith? Do you know it's a miracle to have faith? It's not just a normal, easy thing to have faith. The fact that a lot of us have faith in Christ jesus it's it's a miracle how how did you end up believing it's a miracle so what we want to do is we want to look at this canaanite woman follow her examples and have great faith just like her right i mean jesus calls her a dog a dog right but even still What did she do? She still came before Jesus, right? Now, you know, in the Bible, what did Jesus say? If you want to enter the kingdom of God, you have to become like what? Little children. But here, today, you know what God is saying? You want to have great faith? Then you have to become like little dogs. Dogs. Little dogs. Anybody have little dogs? Who has little dogs? I, I I have one, too. I had two, but now I only have one. We're not going to talk about that right now. My dog, you know, I really learn unconditional loyalty through my dogs. Right? I mean, sometimes, sometimes when, like, my dog comes to me with such loyalty and love and excitement, I feel bad. Because I don't, sometimes, a lot of times, I don't feel the same way towards my dog. And he's like, my dog's like so excited. Or Benjamin's like jumping around and wagging, and, right? When, like 10 seconds ago, I yelled at her <laughs> for peeing on the ground. Ah, right? I, 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 even then, shh, the little dogs, they forget easily. And they're back at you. Right? Right? Don't they do that? Sometimes I feel bad. Like, what did I do to deserve this kind of unconditional love and loyalty? It's like, they're kind of dumb. They forget. Right? Right? I learned so much. And, and and when Benjamin was preaching earlier, I was like, in my heart, I was like, yeah. If I want great faith, I do have to become like little dogs. Right? Because sometimes we don't forget. Not so. A lot of times we don't forget. God, I've been praying about this for how long? We don't forget, and we stay away, and we put distance between us and God. We stay away from those that rejects us or ignore us. If you look at it, right. She, you know what it means to have great faith? This is what Benjamin said. If you are able to absorb offense and overcome offense, that's the characteristic of having great faith. This woman, this woman, this woman, when she came to Jesus, Jesus, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus didn't even respond just ignores her. Have you ever been ignored? Raise your hand. I I know. I know. I've been there, brother. But not only did she get ignored by Jesus, right? And she probably saw from distance Jesus touching, healing, delivering but when she came to Jesus, Jesus that was so loving, so compassionate, compassionate man, this man who's so compassionate, ate with prostitutes and tax collectors. This compassionate man is ignoring this woman. Oh, that hurts. Well, I'm I'm worse than the prostitute you just had lunch with? Oh, it I mean, when you are ignored, man, that stings. That hurts right but not only that the disciples are like you know they're like they're frustrated at Jesus Jesus send her away man she keeps calling out to us send her away in front of her it's like Anna came to me and I was like Benjamin can you please send her away she just won't stop calling out to me. Oh, my God. Send her away in front of Anna. How would you feel, Anna? Would you still stay there? No. No. Peace out, right? You would leave. Forget you then. Forget you then, right? But not only that, Jesus offends her. Jesus insults her and say, oh, this bread? Everybody that you saw get healed and touched and delivered—they're my children. This bread, the healing and deliverance—it's only for my children. You're a dog, and even then, it says she ran. She knelt down. You know that knelt down. The Greek word is proskuneo. In Greek word, it means to worship. He, she, even when Jesus, right? She still ran to. Jesus she still sought Jesus he, she still sought after the lord and Jesus like you're dog you don't get the bread and even then she's like yes lord but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table oh oh i understand what she went through I don't know if you saw the article that I posted on my Facebook page, but, you know, a few years ago, we took a team to Paraguay, right, on a mission trip. And then as soon as we, we, you know, land. We get on the bus and we drive for hours and we get to this beautiful like village, right? And so we get there and the missionary is like, "Oh, pastor, welcome." She grabs me and she takes me to this like six feet five, it's a big man, right? And it was like, you know, you know, you could tell he had authority, right? You could tell he was. Man, right? And he's and like, Pastor, Pastor, oh, pa- oh, Pastor, Pastor, this is my Pastor. This is the Pastor from America. And then, and then he turned and he looked at me, and even without acknowledging me, he ignored me. He looked at me and he's turned. He just turned around and he walked away. And I was like, What? Did he just do that? right. Forget you. No, I didn't do that. (laughs) And the mission, I spent way too much money and time to get there to just walk away. right? And the missionary, she got so confused. She grabbed me and she took me to across the street where he was barbecuing. And he said, pastor, pastor, please meet this pastor from America. And then he turned reluctantly. He shook my hand. Without saying, welcome, or my name, nothing. He just shook my hand. He walked off. You know when you feel like you're nothing? You know that moment when you feel like if there's a hole, I would just get in there and not come out? You know, like worthlessness? You know that moment when you know the truth, but the way people treat you, it's like you almost believe them? you know when you feel like yeah i'm nothing yeah i'm nobody yeah yeah what am i doing here i don't belong here did i hear god right you know that moment i felt everything and then i thought god i'm supposed to preach tonight at his church <laughs> you know that 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 oh, that that shame have you ever sh- felt shame cover your face like, it was like tangible shame. Anybody? Anybody been there? Yeah? Jo- Th- thank you. Thank you. I felt that in that moment. And when I was like, God, I don't know what to do. Even the very little bit of confidence that I had. Even the little bit of, you know what I mean, faith that I had. I felt like he just stripped it away from me. And in that moment, God, what am I going to do? And I heard the still, small voice of God come to me and said, my daughter, it's okay. He'll see. He'll see. He'll see. Don't worry. He'll see. He'll see. So that night, I'm standing in front of this church, the pastor and the elders, you know, all the other men are sitting in the back, With their arms crossed. I mean. Showing me. That we don't approve you. We have to let you get up there. But we don't approve you. They made it very clear. You know what's crazy? It's so much harder. To preach. When somebody is right there with their hands crossed, judging you, right? But in that moment, you know what I had to do? I just had to listen to my father's voice. And I just had to look to my father and trust in my father. And you know what was crazy? At the end, people rushed to the altar and God highlighted this woman who was like way in the, in the back corner. And she just came and like only person that God highlighted was that woman. And so I started to prophesy and pray over her. And she, and the Holy Spirit came down on her. She was on the floor, snots, tears, you, you, I mean, you name it. It was like, fire of God came down on her and you better believe by that time all the men that were back there they were all surrounding this woman witnessing the power of God and after the service you know what I found out that woman that God highlighted and touched powerfully was the pastor's wife (laughs) and I found out that she didn't come to church for six months because she was offended by the leaders. And she came for the first time in six months. God speaks to her, touches her. Our team spends next couple of days doing inner healing and reconciliation to bring her back to her kingdom place. Right? Right? Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? You see, even in the face of rejection and offense, when we keep our eyes on Jesus, he will do what only he can do. Was I able to do that? No. Did I know who she was? No. But God knew. God knew. God knew. Just like this woman, Jesus you know, Benjamin talked about it earlier. I mean, okay, he understands disciples rejecting her. His disciples are human, right? They're frustrated. You know, they're, she's getting on their nerves, right? That's why they reject her. But Jesus, why would you ignore her? And why would you offend her like that? Why would you call her a dog? Can't you have used another, you know, I don't know, something else that's little, Less offensive? A dog? Come on, Jesus, why? Why? But you know what? What Benjamin brought out was so powerful. You see, Canaanite woman. You know what that means? That means she's not Jewish. But Canaanite woman, right? Crying out, look, he, she, he comes, she comes to Jesus, right? She knelt down and she calls him what? Lord, son of David. Only Israelites called the Messiah, Lord, son of David. You know what that means? That means Canaanite woman, she dressed like a Jewish woman. She acted like she was an Israelite, probably out of desperation. I mean, I can't imagine if my own daughter was suffering from demon possession, right? And she if I did everything I know how to do and couldn't set my daughter free, I, and i saw this israelites right this 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 teacher right releasing healing i would do the same thing out of desperation she probably dressed like a jewish an israelite and she probably practiced accents right you know practice accents right he like Right. Hebrew, right? I, I, if I knew how to do it, I would do it. (laughs) You know, it's like me trying to rap, right? Benjamin, for the longest time when I married him, he wanted to, like, he wanted to have an Asian wife who could rap, right? So he's like, Sonny, come on, come on, come on, repeat after me. I used to be a thug. I'm like, I used to be a thug, but now I'm, I'm a preacher. I'm like, now I am a preacher, right? He, he used to make me, like, No matter how much I tried, I just couldn't do it. I was like, forget it, Benjamin. You married an Asian woman. Just accept that, you know? But just like that, she probably, she probably Messiah, right? She probably, oh, kurios, Kurias, Lord is Kurias, Kurias, Kurias. She probably practiced it. And she ran dressed like an Israelite woman, right? Oh, Lord, son of David. What? Canaanite? They don't believe any of that. Son of David, have mercy on me. The reason why Jesus ignored this woman wasn't because she wasn't important to him. The reason why Jesus ignored her was to help her get to the heart of heart. So that he would help her strip off every pretension. You know what he's saying? You don't have to act like a Jewish woman. Hmm? And he ignores her. Disciples reject her. And she still comes. Kneels before him. Lord, help me. And he replied, it is not right to ch- take children's bread and toss it to the dogs. You know what he's saying? He's not just in calling her a little dog. He's not calling her. He's not just calling her a dog. You know what he's saying? He's saying you're acting like an Israelite woman, right? If you think maybe that's the only way you're going to receive this bread, this healing for your daughter, right? So you you don't think I could see through? That's why he's saying, I know who you are. I see you through. You are not an Israelite. You're a Canaanite. What he's saying is before even, right, he's trying to get into her soul. And she then says, yes, it is, Lord. She absorbs that insult. Why? Because she's desperate. Because she's desperate. She's able to observe, absorb all the insults and rejections and still come to Jesus. Even as Christians in this day and age, Little thing that you don't understand. Little offense. You're like, forget it then. I'm not going to pray. How much reading the Bible is it going to really help me? I try that. I try that QT thing. It didn't do a thing. He didn't help me. He didn't, right? And you just peace out in our spiritual walk with God. Why? Because you and I couldn't absorb the offense. And what God, Jesus is showing this woman is this. That when you are able to observe every offense, even though you are, you have been rejected. Even though, even though you feel like you failed. Even though you feel like nobody knows, you still came to God. You didn't give up coming to God. And for that, God says, woman, you have great faith. You have great faith. I want to ask you, you know, one of my favorite character in the Bible is this man called named Beniah in the Bible. He was one of the uh, uh, men that the soldiers that that fought battles next to King David. And in the Bible, it says one day, right, he saw a pit and he saw a lion. And what he did was he jumped into the pit and he killed the lion. You and me, we walk and we see a pit. Oh, thank God I saw that. And then you look in and there's a lion. Oh, thank God. Right? And you would just walk around it. But Benaiah, who had, who was a mighty warrior jumped into the pit and killed a lion. I want to ask you, what's in your pit? You and I? We all have a pit that follows us around. You know that? There's that one thing that just triggers you. The one word that pastor uses when he's preaching. Ugh, and you, you feel Ugh, offended. You feel uncomfortable. Oh, why do you have to say that? Why does she have to use? Ugh, that we all have a pit. And in that pit is a lion. That's just roaring around. That's calling out. Hey, hey, nobody cares. Whatever is Whatever is in your pit a pit, the lion, the demons, the hell, the voice of hell cries out every day from the pit, saying, Hey, you're this, you're that, you're not this, you're not that. Right? And 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 often, often we know it's the lie of the enemy. We know it's not truth. But then even though we know, we can't help but we feel. Even though we know the truth that God loves me as I am. But then in my feeling, I feel like he just passed over me. You know what I mean? He answered everybody else's prayer except for mine. And no matter how much I try to serve him, love him, I don't feel anything. I don't see any breakthrough. Hmm. That's our pit. What discourages you? What? disappoints you in your walk with christ what is in your pit you want great faith then you can't walk around it you gotta jump into it you gotta jump into your pit pit. face it low self-esteem rejection abandonment whatever it is you know what mine was insignificance Because you all know my testimony. My dad did not want my mother to have me. My dad demanded that my mother have an abortion. Because he did not want another daughter. Knowing that, being born as a daughter, I've always felt insignificant in life. My father had sons and daughters whom he loved. But me, he did not want. And guess what? He showed it. Ignoring, rejecting, insulting. You name it. He did everything a father should not have done. Hmm? Because of that, my pit, the lion cries out. He roars in significance. Even with like best friends, right? And something, something, something very little would trigger. And I would feel like, oh, I'm not that important to her. She's my best friend. She told me many times that she loves me. And that I'm her best friend. But little, something very little. It just triggers, oh, yeah, I'm not that important to her. And then you know what I do? I I absorb that lie. And then I feel like, man, it's, it's all words. She says she loves me, but she doesn't act like it. Right? We agree with this roar, this voice of the enemy. And earlier this week, I was just interceding for all of y'all. I just felt like God says, just dedicate Thursday and Friday and don't do anything else except for interceding for the people. And I was, as I was interceding, this is what I saw. I saw each one of us standing. The hell is casting out accusations and lies. The heaven is calling the truth over me. And whatever I agreed with, Right? If I agreed with the voice of hell, a chain came and wrapped around my wrist. And every lie I agreed with, more chain. If I agreed with 10 lies, 10 10 chains grabbed me. Right? And then the more truth I agreed with heaven, right? Like 10, like no matter how many, it would just come around me and strengthen me. Right? And in that moment, like, God, what do I do? What do we do? What do we do? How do we help people to reject? Why, why are we keep absorbing the lies? God, why are we keep agreeing with the lies of the enemy? How do we teach our people to, to reject? And in the vision, you know what I saw? They're holding onto these lies that they agreed with. And we just opened our hands like this. And then it all fell off. You see? As long as you keep that lion there, it's going to keep on shouting those lies. And every time you agree with those lies, you're going to be connected. You hear me? And you give authority and power to that lie. But when you release it, when you reject it, huh? you don't have to fast and pray. All you have to do is, I reject this. Uh-uh, go back. Go back to the sender, right? What is that thing we used to say? Whatever you say, it's going to bounce off of me, and then it's going to stick to you, right? In, in a sense, spiritually, that's what we need to do. Every time the enemy says, oh, Soda doesn't care about you, instead of, yeah, yeah, nobody knows who, even who I am. They don't care if I, go. when those lies come, I send it back to the sender. When you reject it, it has no power over you. Benjamin Gay, I'm going to end with this and I want to have the worship team to come up. Benjamin gave this illustration and it was funny but it was so true. You see our dog, right? Joy, that's her name. She is so full of joy. But she just, I mean she's so smart. When I say go to your house, then she just walks and goes inside. If I say stay like this, then she stays. She's smart. But then something about peeing and pooing, it's just empty up there. We put out, like we buy those like pads for large dogs, guys. I have a small dog. We buy this large, a pad for large dogs, right? It's right there. But she, when we come home, right? There's pees and poos Everywhere except for that pad. Like, oh, I get frustrated. But every day, at least two to three times a day, you know what Benjamin and I have to do? We take turns doing. We get a paper towel. We absorb the pee. Our anger is for a moment. Our frustration, oh, you did that again, right? And we absorb it. And you know what we do? Oh, no 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 no. Oh, you're so cute, no 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 right and we keep on loving her we keep on lo- why because she's our dog she's our dog and this is what Benjamin said you know God is saying you want great faith then you need to learn how to absorb offense and extinguish it inside of you and keep on loving that keep on coming to god again and this is what he said and that's exactly what jesus did on the cross our sin our sin it's like we're little dogs just just peeing not on that 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 path that god told us to you know but we always go around it and we just pee our sin but you know what jesus did through the cross he absorbed our sin And he unconditionally continues to love us. Say, you're my child. You're precious to me. Jesus. Jesus. He knew how to take your sin, my sin, your limitations, your lack of faith, mine. He absorbs it through the cross. He extinguishes it inside of him. And he opens his arms, his heart to you and I, knowing tomorrow we're going to pee again. But he knows, but he knows I have enough grace. I have enough love for you to absorb your sin. As long as, everybody say, as long as you come to God, that you don't allow offense. That you don't allow rejection. You don't allow disappointments To keep you from going back to God. You know what Benjamin said? Pride. Pride is that when we are offended, we stop going to God. That when we are disappointed, we stop going to God. And you know what God is saying? God is saying. Sons and daughters, I'm ready to absorb all your sin. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, 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 I gladly do it. And I gladly want to pour out my love to you. But will you, will you remove all the pretensions? Remove anything that keeps you from going after God in a deeper way. Maybe some of you, maybe the first step is to receive that gift of salvation. Some of us, we've stayed far off. Yeah, yeah, God, I know you. I know you love me. But I'm too disappointed. I'm too discouraged to jump into that pit to deal with that lion. But you know what God is saying? (laughs) I know you can't do it. I already know you can't do it on your own. But if you are willing to take that step of faith, son, daughter, I'm willing to empower you just like Benaiah did to jump into that pit and to kill and to kill that lion. I want you to pray with me. God, I pray. No, I'll pray with you. You just agree with me. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to your sons and daughters tonight. Mm. Father, lack of understanding keeps us from fully receiving your love, fully receiving the gift of salvation. I pray tonight, Lord, Holy Spirit, that you would massage the hearts of your sons and daughters. God, it's like we've been running around with the wet diaper, and you're ready to change us, to cleanse us, God, to purify us, to make us right, to, to set us free. So God, tonight, I pray that you would allow your sons and daughters that have not taken that steps to receive the Father's love, to take that bold step to say, yes, come cleanse me, God. Come heal me, Lord. I don't know how to make my life right right now but just like this woman who was not an Israelite ran to you and Jesus Jesus you received her and you went to the deepest pain of her heart and you dealt with it wisely and you granted the desires of her heart And you established her as a woman with great faith.